Hey guys, this is Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. ball over here guys our patreon is lit right now and i'm probably gonna go home and take sexy photos because apparently that's what y'all want to see we got a little dirty on patreon today we did get a little dirty in like a few different ways like dirty dirty and then like dirty yeah so hand drop some embarrassing stories i feel like i'm always dropping some embarrassing (laughs) stories i feel like i have no shame i'm just like my life has been crazy. Here's an embarrassing story about a bathroom and a penis. And yeah. it's not what you think. <laughs> Sorry, you had to get on Patreon to know. Sucks to be you. Our videos are getting longer and longer on there. Uh, right? Yeah. Because we just have, like, so much to say. Yeah. The truth or dare ones are fun. <laughs> I like how we both couldn't answer the last one. Where we're just like. I know, because they're both so bad. I mean, 200 pounds? I know. That's hard to lose. You'd have to... And, like, you and I, too, like... Do you want to say what it was? No. Okay. Get on Patreon, bitches. Okay. You bitches. Bitches. Brunchies. Well, brunchy bitches. (laughs) Oh, I like brunchy Brunchy, bitches. All right. Brunchy bitches. All right, say that five times fast. Brunchy bitches, brunchy bitches, brunchy bitches, brunchy bitches, brunchy bitches. Fuck you. <laughs> brunchy bitches. That's what's up. Come or jo- brunchies for short. I'm Come join the family. Come join us. So we did talk about something on the Patreon that we were going to bring up a little bit here, but we're not yeah. going to go into as much depth as we did on Patreon. Y'all, can we just stop with the foot job shit? <laughs> Listen, if we are going to do foot jobs, we're going to have a fucking OnlyFans. But is there actual OnlyFans of videos of guys getting foot jobs? On OnlyFans? Yeah. I have no clue. Although this is something that I was going to talk to you about later about like what would foot be Foot jobs? Like, it, well, kind of. We'll talk about it later. Not quite. It's It would be like a game that like posted to Patreon. But I'm not going to talk about it because you guys are just going to have to stay tuned and Okay, I'm see. intrigued. Okay. But anyway, so we appreciate DMs and messages and emails. However, I mean, I just really, we don't really appreciate the overtly sexual stuff. Yeah, we talk about sex and like, we don't mind discussing sex, but just sometimes the way it's done isn't really appreciated. Like, we don't appreciate getting dick pics. Unsolicited gene. And um, also just because Montana has a channel, a YouTube channel on which she does Ashiatsu does not mean she has a foot fetish. No, I do not. So listen, we're all for suggestions and stuff, but we just wanted to put it out there. Like, and we understand that you have things that you want to see, but this is our podcast. And what we enjoy talking about, we do enjoy talking about sex and dating and spooky stuff, but we're not going to like... I'm laughing because you're just so frustrated today. I'm, listen, I'm just, I've had it up to fucking here with men today, y'all. Oh. I've had it up to here. I have my friend's boyfriend's doing some shit. 
I'm getting DMs on Instagram that are so weird and inappropriate. And like, I'm just like at the point I'm about to put my dominatrix suit on (laughs) and I'm about to walk all over you motherfuckers. And you're going to get a whole new population of kink. You, you know you what? would make a really good dominatrix. I really would. You I know, really I, would. I noticed that recently, like especially like just accessing. Recently? Well, yeah, but like I just I feel like as I've come more into myself, I'm very fiery, and I really didn't know this about myself. Like I knew I had it in me, but I'm like full fire lately. I, you know what? Um, I would love to be a financial dom. What's a financial dom? Basically, you make them like give you money and shit. And like it's That's all about thing. money. Yeah. They like give you money and like you you like fucking treat them like shit for money. Hold on. Let's look up the actual definition of a financial. How dom. did you find out about this? How did I find out about anything? The internet? Yep. <laughs> this is an article. Um, it's a form of BDSM. Basically, the concept is simple. So fin subs, which are financial submissives, they send monetary monetary tributes to a financial dominatrix who could be any gender in exchange for being humiliated and degraded. It's basically tr- controlling someone through their wallet. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Why aren't you doing it? <laughs> Why am I not doing that? I don't know. So it's, this one says like it can take place mostly online. Oh. And the humiliation could be as fleeting as a few moments, or it can persist for hours when the dominatrix hurls like insults and demands that only end when a monetary cap is reached or a fin sub's bank account hits zero, whichever comes first. Oh my god. So it's just like give me your money, you piece of shit. Interesting. So sending money is a kink interesting the arousal is in the act it's about the loss of control interesting anyway so uh moving on i see if you could see liz's face right now i can see a bunch of ideas running through your like her mind y'all i'm just trying to make a buck i hope you get more than a dollar well the dollar will be the base amount oh it'll just be like you it'll just be like something bad like you suck and then they're like, well, I want more. And I'm like, well, then send me more money, you fuck. So add like, okay. two zeros to that. What would $100 get you? Ooh, ooh, okay. Well, I I mean, like, I haven't practiced anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let, me, let me just get into, like, my dom mode. Okay, like, I don't actually have a dom mode. Like, I'm kind of, like, trying to, like, trying to be her. Let's be this bitch. Okay. So, like, $100? Yeah, hundred dollars. A hundred. Okay, so a hundred dollars. So not okay. All right. Let's do it. Do I need to move out of the way for this? You're getting serious. Let's do this. You fucking worm. Do you think you are worth a fucking dime? Get on your fucking knees and give me all the fucking money in your bank account. A hundred dollars. Is that all you make? What are you, some big financial daddy, bro? You only have a hundred dollars. Give me more, you fucking piece of shit. What are you? Do you have anything? Are you fucking anything? You are nothing. You are less than the shit on my shoe. Give me the fucking money. Probably looking through my window right now and be like, <laughs> what is happening? Woo! That was fun. 
<laughs> I had to cover my mouth. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Guys, I'm not trained. Okay. Uh, just, you know, that's a, that's a little taste. Shit where this podcast goes. Lord. Okay. Yep. Anyone wants a financial dom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to tell you that you are not shit. You're just some little golden boy fucktard that thinks he has a fucking degree and is worth anything. You're not. And let me tell you how not you are. But first, give me all your fucking money. Okay, the end! (laughs) People are going to listen to this and think I'm that shit. Yeah, but watch it be their first episode they listen to on the podcast. And they're they're like, like, what what the fuck? (laughs) What is wrong with this woman? You know what? I gotta give it a... I'm shouting out G because he has been telling me that I should be a dom for like ever. I mean, he's right. You should. I mean, we did just post that picture of us nine years ago and I did wear a leather pantsuit. So it has been proven that I can look good in leather. That picture made me sad about how old it was. Nine years ago? I know. That's crazy. But you know what? I don't really regret what what we've been through and like who we've become in those nine years. Like I think we're smarter, stronger, and hotter. I may not be as skinny as that bitch. I'm hotter than her. I'll tell you that much. I know more. I've been through more. I'm hotter than that bitch. So are you. We've been through a lot of shit in nine years. Yeah, we have. And like, you know what? It led us all to here into this podcast where you're going to do foot fight. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be foot fetish and I'm no. going to do dom stuff. We're just kidding, guys. I'm not kidding. I'll be your financial <laughs> I'm not She's not kidding. That's what's sad. It's not even sad. You'd be good at it. Like, it is what it is. All right. Anywho. Oh, shit. Yeah. That would be funny if this is someone's first episode. They're like, what, what the hell? Guys, this is not what we do here. We just, <laughs> we got like all up in our shit. Oh, my God. Okay. I think Patreon earlier we just like created this fire like got into the mode and now we're just, really like, did hype this up and now we're like all right podcast time but you know what the thing is like we're good we get creepy fucking dudes in the dms all the time personal or through bitches don't brunch or we get like creepy clients that give us the shivers like why not why not like take advantage of that that's all i'm saying you guys are coming in here being freaks for free i'm about to charge y'all five bucks you're a creep. We're charging you five bucks. Five bucks. That's it. Five bucks for the first one. You slap on the wrist and then it goes up from there. Better go up from there. Be That's warned. To that. Be warned. Okay. Moving on. Do you have any wrecks this week? <sighs> no, because I've been binging Better Call Saul and that's where like my focus has been. I understand. That's a good show. I've heard that. Yeah. It is. It's like slow. So if you're not into slow, I consider people don't like it. But if I really love Breaking Bad, and that's why I went on to Better Call Saul. And I feel like you should watch Breaking Bad first because you know the characters better. And then you get more into character development through Better Call Saul. Okay. Hey, I did the Breaking Bad tour in Albuquerque, and that was a fun tour. That's what's up. If you have a good tour guide, I totally recommend the tour if you're into Breaking Bad. I've never seen an episode of Breaking Bad. Uh, it's really good. I didn't like El Camino. I, mean, I don't know. That maybe just wasn't very good. But I recommend Better Call Saul. So that's my recommendation. 
I have a non-rec. Yeah? Yeah, I feel like I always have to do a non-rec now. I like it. Since we're Why on this on? Megan Fox kick, oh, I shit. watched uh, Midnight in the Switchgrass or something like that. Do you is know that what I'm one? talking about? Where no. she met. Is that where she met MJK? She, yeah. It was horrible. It was? Yeah. I, they both said that that it movie wasn't, wasn't good. good. They both said that. And Bruce Willis was in it. And you can kind of tell. I'm like, ooh, okay. I see it now. Because he's like been diagnosed with dementia. That's so sad. I know. It makes me so sad. And it's like he just gave up on that movie. And I'm like, Bruce, I think all his film time was filmed in one day. But you can tell. I don't know. He just looked confused. It was just, it was, I don't know. Was not good. Well, okay. So wait, what what was that called? I'm writing I it think down. it's Midnight in the Switchgrass. Um, but that yeah, that's the movie set that they met on. Yeah. And they both said it was a terrible movie, by That's the why way. they didn't go like the premiere or something. Mm-hmm. And they blamed it on having to wear masks or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like this pimp guy. MGK does? Yeah. He has like silver teeth or something. What the fuck? And he like beats her up and stuff. What? Yeah. So that's a non-rec for me. <laughs> but that's the only movie I've watched in the past week, so... Okay. Do you have a rec? Um, I have been binging the hills and listening to that. Um, Still? You're not caught up yet? Girl, it was like five seasons. I wouldn't know. And I only watch it like at night, like um, like right before bed, because I don't, I don't, I try not to watch movies uh or anything TV until it gets dark out. So. Oh, I feel that. Yeah, so, but, um, so I've been watching The Hills, but we were just talking about, um, that movie that I just watched again. Isn't it romantic? Yeah. That's a cute one. That's so good! That is a cute one. That's so good. I just like the, t- the different take on the romantic comedy. And I don't do much romantic comedies. Oh, I really God. don't. Uh, but that one was funny. It's, I mean, I just, I like Rebel Wilson. She lost a ton of weight. Did you see? Yeah. Have you seen her? She's oh also God. now a lesbian? She yeah, she's engaged. She's engaged. She got engaged at Disney. Isn't that sweet? I feel like with Rebel Wilson, though, you either like her or you don't like her. I love Rebel Wilson. I think she's hilarious. I like her. I'm a fan. Me too. I think she's great. But I, I do get it. Did you see that cheerleader movie she was in? Yes. I thought that was fucking hilarious. I can't think of the name. But it was either. so relatable because, you know, she went into a coma, uh-huh. basically a millennial, went into a coma, grew up, yeah, and then she can't say half the stuff she said back then. Like what we said then? Yeah, they're like, dude, so not PC. She said, they're like, you can't say that. She's like, well, what can I say? Yeah. And like, how confusing would it be? Like, you, you went to sleep in high school and then you wake up as a 30-year-old. I would be flipped. Yeah. If I went to sleep at 16 and then woke up looking like this, I'd be like, what? I know. The hell? What is it called? It was it was very entertaining. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me look it up. But I just love how they're like, you can't say that. You can't say that now. <laughs> it was cl- senior year. Senior year. Yeah. And I like how she still dresses as a millennial, too. Like, yeah, she's still 16 I know. in her head. Well, I know, but she dresses like 16-year-olds did then. I know. Not like how they do now, which no. I think is funny. Because, like, I would be, like, in my, like, Uggs and my jean skirt and my, like, sparkly tops. Oh, just gouch. I never got into the gauchos. I think I had one pair of gaucho pants. Ugh, Lexi loved them. I hate gauchos. They were comfortable. 
You're ugly. Well, you know me. I pick comfort over style any day. I pick style over comfort any day. <laughs> I'm a comfort gal. I'm going to try and do both, but. That's it. That's all I got. Hills and isn't it romantic? I agree with the isn't it romantic one. Such a good one. And senior year, you kind of recommended that. That's true. That was entertaining. It was. I did LOL a few times on that. How did you feel about like. No, I don't want to spoil it. I'll ask you later. Okay. There are some things I was like, it's a little cringy. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I don't want to ruin the plot or anything for you guys, but. Um, do you have any shout outs besides G and telling you that you make a great job? <laughs> hey, G, what's up? I don't think so. Um, I did tell one of our listeners today the difference between an empathetic person and an empath. That's not common knowledge? Because uh, they, they were asking me, like, well, like, why do you think you're, you and Montana are a magnet for the supernatural? And I was like, uh, we're empaths. And he was like, well, I'm empathetic too. Right. But there's a difference between being empathetic and being an empath. And he was like, I didn't realize there was a difference. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to break it down for you. So how did you explain it to him? I was like. Being an empathetic person means you can look at someone when they're going through something and be like, wow, I have empathy for you. I really feel for you. I am so sorry you're going through this. Like, I can put myself in your shoes and that is awful that you're having to go through that. And I was like, being an empath means you can like feel the energy of a room or of a person. Like, let's say someone's crying and then all of a sudden like you start to cry because you're feeling their pain Mm -hmm. or like you're like massaging a client and then all of a sudden you get a headache or like you can feel their back pain or like something like that. Or like, I'll just say it. Like when I'm dating someone, like I can feel the energy shift in a room and they're always like, why are you always asking what's wrong? And I'm like, cause I can fucking feel your energy. And they make you the crazy one. Oh Yeah. Been yeah, a big I hate problem I hate, in my relationships. I hate that feeling. Yep. And then they're like, oh, I didn't do that. And you're like, you did. I yeah. call it the bad butterfly feeling. Uh-huh. You can just feel it. Like, I feel the energy shift. I feel the tiniest bit of energy. And especially when you're more attuned to a person. So, yeah, that's how I explained it. And he was like, oh, I didn't know that. And I was like, well, you're welcome. What can I say except? But we talked about how frustrating it is how everyone says, I'm an empath. I hate using that word. I know. But, like, now I feel like, no, I'm going to reclaim the word and actually, like, say what it fucking means. Like, just because you feel empathy does not mean you're an empath. And that doesn't mean that we are better or worse than anyone because I'm really trying to, like, shut that ego fucking down. My, one of my exes, he was so not an empath. But his brain worked in very different ways than mine did. And he saw like equations and mathematical things and scientific things. And, and he just saw things in a different light that I, than I did. And, and that's its own gift. So like, let's give credit to all the gifts out there. Mm-hmm. We don't all have to have all the things. But like for Montana and I, we are empaths. I call it a blessing and a curse. Amen. Sometimes you're like, wait, is it me feeling this or is it this person feeling this? Like, why do I feel like this? Yeah. I walked into it gets work confusing. today. Mm-hmm. I walked into work today and someone was there and I was like, are you okay? She kind of like brushed me off and I was like, no, like seriously, are you okay? Like what's going on? Like, are you upset with me? And she's like, oh no, there's other stuff going on. I have a headache. Like, no, 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 it's not you. And I was like, okay. Cause like, 
I'm an empath, but I'm also bipolar with paranoia. So start to think it's me, which is also ego. But yeah, it is a blessing and a curse for sure. I'm still learning. I, I don't know how to shut out other people's energy. Like I either like shut down or I feel way I too much. I was told to see it as you have a like a, the Batman has a shield. So mm-hmm. nothing can penetrate that shield. Mm-hmm. But it's like really hard to do to like visualize that for me. And I've heard like when you take a shower, visualize it's like washing, washing away. Off of you, yeah. yeah. Same with like washing your hands at work. Yeah. Washing off the client's energy. Yeah. I think for me, like I either it's am hard. like so shut down, there's like nothing or like I'm so all in. That's why I want to like see my friend Jay and like learn from him. I heard you too. It's where I heard you too. <laughs> Isn't it funny when they're like farts actually make sound like Grim like legit like the other day. <laughs> so hard <laughs> listen sometimes farting is funny <laughs> yeah when dogs do it oh yeah it's not funny when i do it it's humiliating when i do it what do you mean i don't fart <laughs> <laughs> you're a financial dumb bitch you don't fart what are you talking about i'm a woman women don't fart no they don't shit either we do not poop what is that no i've never done it in my life no idea what you mean Definitely don't want a bidet. I mean, how, like, guys do it no problem? Bro, you gotta save some romance. Yeah, like, literally, why do guys just, like, fart and they think it's fine? Because their maturity is like a child. Yeah, and they, like, fart on you. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that just makes all romance, like, dead for me. Listen, if it slips out in your sleep, I get it. (laughs) We've all been there. Can't control what you do in your sleep, man. I can't control it either. If I did fart, which I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. If I did. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. Again, too deep. But, but seriously, like, I mean, what is it with men just farting on you? What is that? I don't know. I'm not a guy. I don't understand. Heather mentality. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe it's a kink. Little woman saw her fart in jars. I saw a guy like open a fart he had bagged since like 2014 and he was like, stop it. It smelled so bad. Yeah. So you can just trap it in there? Oh, I mean, apparently if this woman sells jars of it. Can we get some? Also, what <laughs> what videos are you watching? And don't say you can sell farts. I will draw the line somewhere. <laughs> we don't fart. It's impossible. Oh my god. I, I don't know. Like I said, I just watch reaction videos and like then I'll see stuff like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I know I want to get into reaction videos. Dude, that guy, that like guy that I sent you that one video of him, and I was like, we should do stuff like yeah. this. Some of those are fucking insane. And like like three times now I've watched him do TikTok story time videos where he reacts to someone else's videos. Three times women have been with men that shot them in the stomach when they were pregnant. Three? Three different women. Do they survive? The baby doesn't. Oh, jeez. The woman did though. How fucking crazy is that? They're like, he shot me, and they're like, sad face. And then, like, three slides later, they're like, but he was really sweet and sorry, and he got me a Balenciaga bag and Dior and took me to Paris, so we made up and we got back together. I'm like, what? He shot you! Remember? Yeah, but the one you sent me was 
her and her twin lost their baby. Yeah. And I like how the comments are like, wait, what? Yeah. We, we, we like, we're back just going to skip about that? over that? Yeah. That was weird. And then the rea- and then like she showed them like seeing each other after a long time. And I was like, that's your brother. That's how I took it was she yeah. got pregnant by her brother. She did. That was her twin, her twin brother. brother. Yeah. Oh Some Jamie God. Lannister shit up in here. I don't know if that's worse or is this shooting in the stomach worse? They're both pretty fucking bad. Yeah, we should do reaction videos though, but I would rather do reaction videos that don't involve those. Yeah, I don't know where he finds this shit, but I was He's probably like, like on the dark web, like going through. And honestly, it makes me hate men even more because so many of these guys cheat. Yeah, we it's took weird. a break. Um we did. I was like, this podcast is getting crazy up in here, so I need some chocolate. And so we just ate a bunch of chocolate and like we popcorn and just went on a whole venting spree. We were talking about, I was talking about some of my exes who I will not say why I will also not say, you still want me. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm totally kidding. No, but we were kind of talking about like men and like I'm just in quite a mood with men today. So I'm very frustrated. And then we were kind of just, yeah. Bullshitting. Mentioned some friends with benefits stuff who would work, who wouldn't, you know. You'll never know. I mean, if you listen to the friends with benefits one, you'll know. Some of it you will know, yes. But some things, like, even some things now, we still, like, just talk to each other about because, like, we're not, we don't want to share that kind of stuff on the podcast yet. No. Maybe one day. Our Patreon, where we actually drop names. We, <laughs> like, I didn't even mean to drop that name on Patreon. <laughs> I was just like, oh, you know, and then, and you're like, it's so funny, oh my god. <laughs> you totally dropped that name. I was listening to, um, I can't remember which episode. I love listening to our podcast because I just think we're funny. But it was one and like all of a sudden like there's like there's like a cut and then there's us giggling hysterically and, was, and I'm like oh my god we have to cut the name out we can't say it. It was about Kay. Oh my god. <laughs> Kay? We dropped his name on Patreon. We did. We dropped everyone's name on Patreon. Y'all ain't safe. No. <laughs> I'll Hey I would drop my friends with benefits. Uh, person's name on there. Ooh, you should. Yeah, because he's so pretty, but he's like dumb. He's so fucking pretty. I mean, like, I didn't feel the vibe that you did when I met him, but I was like, God damn, that man is hot. I know. When he came to see me at work, my friend literally like had to pick up her jaw off the floor. He is a she wouldn't stop staring at him. Beautiful man. He is a beautiful a man. Beautiful man. But anyway, we've had our vent sesh. Yeah. We did our pod and our chocolate. Got our chocolate. Now we're on a chocolate high. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now, are you ready? We're going to do kind of a mix today because our Am I the Asshole thread really went viral a bit. Um, we didn't, unfortunately, but they're too busy did. arguing with each other in the comments. I know. And then like we started gaining followers and losing followers, whatever. So, but, but I do have like so many feelings as I feel many people do about bridezillas. So we gonna start with we a bridezilla. We did homework and we should have watched the show. Oh yeah. We'll do that another time. Okay. This is probably going to be a frequent topic. 
Also, I do want to do a podcast about trauma bonding because I think that'd be a great one. Oh, that's scary. Okay. So this one says, this is in Reddit, Bridezilla's by Sophie B. Miller. And it said, Bridezilla claims we stole their wedding venue. Buckle up. Okay. I have, or rather had, a friend who claims we stole their wedding venue because we dared to choose the same one without asking her permission. Okay. We live in a city where only two venues are perfect from a weather point of view, as if the weather is good, the ceremony can take place in the garden, but in case of bad weather, there is an inside small room. We both got engaged last year. She was the first one to be engaged, but soon my SO popped the question too. And ever since she got engaged, she acted like it was only her wedding that counted and nothing else was important. After I announced our engagement, we immediately started to plan the wedding. We checked a few few venues, but none of them was the one. We checked the venue they also chose and decided to book it. Not because they chose it, but because I always loved that place. Our wedding will be in June, while theirs will be in September. I told her and other friends that we have booked the venue, and the bridezilla just burst out of her. That's my bridezilla sound. That's pretty tame. (laughs) Okay. She claimed I am a sneaky bitch and told they are not willing to come to our wedding, and how dare I not ask for her permission if she was okay with this. I apologized to her before she called me that and told her it was never my intention to hurt her feelings. And, did not, and I did not know that they chose this venue because they did not attend any wedding at this place as a couple. She continued yelling at me with such nice words. After a while, she even claimed that my ring looks exactly the same as hers. Not mm. true. She has a round stone while mine has a cushion cut stone. Even the band looks different. They knew that my boyfriend actually planned the design of my ring. My SO did not like her ring at all. But her boyfriend brought brought one bought one he liked the rings were not even bought at the same shop i have had enough after that and told her again that i am sorry if i hurt her but it is now time she stopped this there are only four guests that would be identical at both weddings our wedding will be quite small just the closest family and friends but theirs will be around 120 or even more they would have a huge party but we would only have a dinner with our loved ones some background After my engagement, except for her, all of my friends offered their help with a decoration with the cakes, etc. She knows that during the COVID waves, family members, including a parent, oh, that's sad, and a close friend of the family passed away, and I have suffered from some severe depression, and the first time I felt really happy was the day my significant other proposed. I do not feel that I was sneaky after we chose the wedding. I immediately told everyone, but I did not even know that she is with this guy for around a year. There was another friend's wedding we both attended last year, and I made some vegan cakes just because this friend's boyfriend is vegan, but I actually wanted to surprise the couple with normal cakes. She claims she has been such a good friend, but last year she asked me when my birthday was. We have known each other for 12 years. I really supported her with everything, sent her the service links I have been saving for years, but she has not helped me at all. Ever since COVID started, we only met twice. Honestly, I do not feel that I was sneaky, nor did I make a mistake. We agreed with my SO that we will not invite them to our wedding. 
I feel she should have apologized for the way she spoke with me as she acted as if, as if I wanted to hurt her intentionally. The whole discussion was very childish from, from her end. Funny thing is, she called to a friend after I told where the venue would be instead of calling me. The other thing that is very childish is immediately deciding with her fiancé not to come to our wedding and not to talk it through first. Now I feel that even if I asked her to be okay with booking the same venue, she would have acted the same and not let us book it. She showed her true colors for me, that is for sure. Let's hear your thoughts and my thoughts before I read the comments. Is this an Am I the Asshole or is this just a is like a blog? A Bridezilla blog? It's um it's on Reddit Bridezillas. If my friend did the same venue as me, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't either because the thing is every wedding looks different no matter what venue you're at. Like honestly, if my friend has like their wedding first and you go to the venue, you might not like it. Maybe that's like you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and like I said, like the same venue can look completely different. Like for me, like remember like mine was a masquerade. Mm-hmm. We did like black and silver. But someone else could have, like, a totally different theme, like a Gatsby theme and, like, have, like, royal blue and gold and, like, everyone would look totally different and the wedding venue would look totally different. It I sounds mean, like also the wedding party or just, like, the guests and stuff are different. Yeah, so only four, four people. people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that other girl was being crazy. Yeah, and then to go off as, well, now she's copying my ring. And... Yeah, that's insane. And a cushion cut looks nothing like a, a round cut. Yeah, I totally know what that means. I actually like cushion cut. I think it's pretty. I don't know anything about engagement rings, wedding rings, nothing. I was talking to someone else the other night, and I was like, we were talking about diamond cuts or something. And um, they were like, what are there like a lot? And I was like, what? <laughs> They're like, are there a lot? I'm like, yeah, there's emerald, marquee, pear-shaped solitaire princess cut round cut cushion cut are we doing a halo or no are we doing a simple yeah, band are we doing are we doing an emerald cut me. this is foreign language i fuck it listen i i okay so if i ever get engaged i'm gonna have you go with <laughs> yeah so this is this is a cushion cut it's not round no it's not it looks like a cushion <laughs> it's actually a cushion cut Actually, I like some cushion cut actually, but I'm an I'm a vintage emerald or marquee cut myself. But that's just me. I used to want a teardrop or pear shaped diamond forever. No. Now I kind of want a pink sapphire. Anyway, I think this woman, not the woman that did that, but the woman that like freaked out on her, is. A bitch. <laughs> or if you're truly upset, then just have a civil conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this really did hurt my feelings. Yeah. And then she's like, I that wasn't my intention. I didn't think about it. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Y'all are crazy with weddings. I don't know. I get that like weddings can make you like a little insane, but I don't think it warrants that. Like you lost a friendship over it, basically. That's insane. And so many of these bridezillas do. I believe it. I've seen the show. Wild. This person said she knows she won't even be the first person to ever get married there, right? It's a wedding venue. It meets your needs and requirements for your wedding. Where she has hers is irrelevant. The only person's permission you and your significant other need to have your wedding there is the venue itself. 
No one else's opinions matter. Honestly, I feel like you, if you'd caved, you'd be expected to ask her permission for any other milestone moments, too. Agreed. Oh, my God. This. So the original poster said, even though I know it's awkward, I decided to let all service providers know of the incident in case she canceled anything on our behalf. Can you imagine? That means that she probably thinks she would really do that. That's insane. That's bad. That's crazy. Yeah, you definitely lost a friendship. That's insane. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Your friend is showing her true colors. That's crazy. Like, if you're going to lose someone over a fucking wedding, what in the hell? I don't know. Okay, let's do this one. Am I the asshole for refusing to pay for my childhood bully's cancer treatment? We're just going to, like, go back and forth between Bridezilla and am I the a-hill and then we'll, like, rant for a little bit. So, apparently, my former classmate Brad, 26 male, has been diagnosed with a rare form of non-Hodgkin lymphoma and his family is raising 50000 on GoFundMe to help cover the cost of his treatment. Brad used to treat me like shit in high school. He was constantly making fun of my weight and calling me offensive nicknames. I can't say I felt good when I learned about his diagnosis, but I didn't shed any tears either. A few days ago, this girl, Anna, added all of our former classmates to a messenger chat group. She sent us the GoFundMe link and asked us to donate whatever we could, even if it was a small amount. She also said to send a thumbs up after we have donated. Pretty much all of the people in the group donated, except for me. Anna noticed us and tagged me, asking if I saw her message. That's when I wrote that I don't plan to donate because of the way Brad treated me in high school. Anna and a few other guys said that I was acting like an asshole, that we were grownups now and this stuff is the past. I left the group because I didn't want to argue with these people. None of them stood up for me when Brad was bullying me, and most of them just laughed at his dumb jokes. So am I the asshole here? What are people saying? Let me read their comments. What are they saying? No, no, no. Us first. I feel like that's a really tough one. That is a tough one because I see both sides. I do too. I've been bullied really hard. Okay, well, let's put yourself in the situation because you have been bullied really hard. And what if it was someone that bullied you that had been diagnosed with cancer, blah, 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 you need to donate? Where's your mind at? I would donate. I'm saying this because... Sometimes you have to be the better person. Lisa, I say this because I remember who I was in high school and who I am now and that completely different people. I'm not the same person that I was. Um, I have grown up a lot. I'm not the same person. I'm a better person. And I would not want anyone to hold who I used to be and what I used to do over my head. I mean, even if this guy donates like $5 and is like, hope you're not an asshole anymore or something, like, fine. Just get it out there in the open. You thought he was an asshole. Okay. You don't have to donate, but... I don't know, man. Like, seems like a pretty petty reason not to donate. And I understand how bad bullying can be and how severe it can be. So I, I do see both sides, but I, I would definitely just take the high road because you don't want to, like, stoop to his level of bullying. And maybe yeah. he changed. And maybe he bullied because he had shit going on at his home, you know? I would donate. I'd be like, here's $20. But someone shouldn't call you out. No. If you don't want like to donate, you don't want to donate. donate to blah, 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 that charity. would make me not want to donate. Just that. I feel no, like, fuck you. Like singling out. Someone said, not the asshole. And yes, till just leaving the chat. Nobody needs that drama. Someone else said, not the asshole. No need to donate. No need to explain either. To the OP, by explaining yourself, you are trying to seek their approval. And anytime you try to seek someone's approval or agreement, that makes you an easy target. Do you think everybody donated? Hell no. 
People just quietly removed themselves from the group, and some probably even blocked Anna. I don't think he's an asshole. I don't think he's an asshole either, no. I would just, I would donate and move on with my day. Yep. Like, you know what? Here's my good deed. I'm going to be better. Oh, this is an interesting take. What? Someone said, not the asshole. Also, do you realize that Anna's the bully now? She chooses to call you out individually in a group setting, knowing what this did kid this kid did to you. She wanted to bully you into donating. Just calling a spade a spade. These people were bullies in high school and are still bullies now. Ooh. I don't hate it. Someone said Anna used to have a crush on Brad and was also constantly laughing at his jokes in order to impress them, I guess. They never ended up dating, though. Are you trying to make yourself look good for him? Get out of here. Did she write that? No. Well, someone, I think the guy that posted it said that. Oh. So that she used to have a crush on him in high school. Um, yeah. So we'll just call her the asshole. Yeah. And I, the asshole. I like that turn of events. All right. You want to read one, boo? Sure. Are we going to go back to Bridezilla's? Yep. All right. Go back to Bridezilla's. All right. You can read this one. I, didn't, I haven't read it. You let me know, boo. You let me know. Okay. I, 34 female, am married the love of my life this May. Oh, love that for you, babe. We got engaged in April of last year, so have been doing I wedding prep for a while now. So everybody knew about this wedding way ahead of time. We planned to have this ceremony at church and then go to a ballroom for the reception, both of which are nearby, so it's not like this is a destination wedding. I just wanted to put that out there. My friend, Anna... What is up with these Anna bitches? Anna banana. Okay. My friend Anna, 36 female, Mm -hmm. was said to be one of seven of my bridesmaids. I considered her one of my best friends, and I thought it would be fun for her to be in my bridal party. Mm -hmm. However, Uh last month, she backed out as being a bridesmaid, and we had to find a replacement. She said that she couldn't be a bridesmaid anymore because she was too tired. What? And I'm quoting, too tired. I was kind of upset by her decision, but I let it go. Of course, she was still invited to be a wedding as a guest. Yesterday, I got a call from Anna saying that she would have to decline her invite to my wedding. What in the hell is going on here? I think she slept with a guy. (gasps) I don't know. Okay. I was very upset by this and asked her why she wasn't able to come. She gave the same excuse as before. Too tired. Too tired to come that she didn't feel like it. That she just had other stuff going on. I was fuming. Since I don't think not feeling like it is good enough excuse to not come to my wedding. And like before this wedding, which I would have been dreaming about for years, was planned well in advance. And she doesn't even require that much travel. So she could have easily worked around it. But... It's just actively choosing not to. Yeah. I flipped out at Anna. I called her selfish and stupid for her bullshit reasons. And if she were a real friend, she would put aside her own feelings and attend the event. Mm. She yelled at me crying and called me a bridezilla before hanging up on the phone. Mm. Now she's not responding to any of my texts. I feel bad for flipping out at her. And I think I may be the asshole for that. But at the same time, I honestly feel like Anna is being selfish and lazy here. So am I the asshole? They're both the assholes. Okay. So first of all, weddings make you very emotional. However, backing out of someone's wedding because you're too tired... That would hurt my feelings. Yeah. That's, you, not, that's not an excuse. How many weddings do you think you're going to be in? 
how many friends do you have? So far, I've been in Julie's wedding, Laura's wedding, and Lexi's wedding. And, like, I don't think I'm going to be in that many more weddings. And, like, I never told anyone I was too tired. Are you fucking kidding me? You'd be in my wedding if I do bridesmaids, but I don't want to do that stuff. Just wanted to throw that out there. You're going to do bridesmaids for me, bitch. <laughs> Maybe just for you. Podcast bridesmaids. You can be my maid of honor. Beautiful. But yeah, okay. So I just want to, what, what in the hell is this girl's real reason for not showing? Someone just said, my personal opinion is that this woman is straight up psycho. Which one, Anna? Or the I don't know. One? But underneath it, it says relevant comment. And it says, I know that her daughter took her own life back in December. But oh. again, she's not thinking about this wedding, which is only one day. So I'm sure she could have just pushed through it. That kind of changes things. Her daughter took her own life. That might be triggering because, like, she'll be like, my daughter will never have a wedding. That's got to be hard. Grief sticks with you for a while. It does. But if it's the case, why would she, I just don't understand why she would just tell her friend it's very triggering. Yeah. And be like, you know what? This has been a really hard time with me. Unless this same friend, like, has not expressed sympathy about the daughter when she, like, well, is grieving and this... She's celebrating their wedding and stuff. Yeah, and the OP is, like, not... Or she could be like, I'm just really sad. I miss my daughter. And she's like, I get it, but she's in a better place now. Or, like, it's all God's plan. Like, one of those motherfuckers. Well, if Anna's 36, her her, um, daughter's not... She wasn't very old. Unless it was, like, that one Amar the Asshole the other day where that chick was 17. Still not old, though. Without wild... Any other comments? Um, I said this this woman is only thinking of herself and her day. She is not considering that her friend is still grieving, like you just said. Yeah. She will never have that day with her daughter when her daughter gets married. Yes. Doing a wedding will be painful reminder to exactly. her. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this person said, but everybody knew about this wedding way ahead of time, so yeah. it should be the priority. That's hard. Oh, my God. What? Geez, what's wrong with Anna's daughter? She knew when my wedding was. Why couldn't she wait until afterwards to kill herself? Oh, I think someone's like making fun of Anna. Or not Anna, the OP. They're making fun of the OP. Oh. I think they're like saying the OP is like, it's my day. Why couldn't you arrange things around my day? Okay, what a horrific thing to happen to Anna. She'll never get over it. And the fact that a so-called friend blasted her for grieving too much to think about the wedding 24-7 is one of the most awful, self-absorbed things I've never read here. I've ever read here. I generally don't jump onto that. That's got to be fake bandwagon as often as many others do. But I really hope that this is fake. I don't want to think anyone is that selfish and heart yeah like what if like op like didn't put in their post like anna said i'm too tired i'm just missing my daughter and grieving and she cut out the last and just said too tired on this post when really maybe anna was like i'm too tired this grief is taking over my life i'm just so sad i just i can't be involved and anna's just hearing too or op's just hearing too tired yeah, so don't you love when OPs don't put relevant info into the actual post? See, you're way ahead of the game. We're getting, we're getting the hang of it. If that was if that was the real case, I'd be like, I totally understand. Yeah. And sometimes when you're in grief, and I, I've been in grief, and when you're really depressed because you've lost a loved one, mm-hmm. and you see others, like, happy and stuff, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And she will have that with her daughter. Listen, like, I will say... 
when Alexia was planning her wedding, it was like, there were parts that were hard for me. Cause like, I remembered like planning my wedding and like, you know, how happy I was on that day and like picking out my wedding dress and, you know, daddy walked me down the aisle and it, there was some grief there in me for like the, the marriage that didn't last, you know, but you know what I did? I fucking powered through, but this is not the same thing. She lost a daughter. No, I lost a marriage and, and I, and honestly, like, I think it ended up for the best. He's with someone far better than me, like in for him but it's there's still grief there. But this is a daughter. Like that's sad. No, but I understand what you're saying too. Because my brother recently got married, and like, not that I wasn't happy for him. I'm so happy for him. It's my baby brother. But it was also like, oh, it's my baby brother. Yeah, I was gonna you say, know, yeah, and like, yeah. it was hard for me watching. Like, I'm the one that should be married first because like yeah. I'm four years older than you, and mm. at the time I'm with someone that was like, yeah, I don't want to get married. Yeah. So you wasted four years of my life. Mm-hmm. So that day was like. It was a good mix of being really happy for him mm-hmm. and love her, but really hard for me at the same time, like slapped to the face almost. Yeah. And then, and I'm at the age where at the wedding, everyone's like, when are you getting married? Why aren't you married? If that is not appropriate questions to ask people, I'm just going to throw that out there. Why do like, why do like relatives like think that's okay to ask why is it always like the first question yeah why aren't you married yet when are you gonna get married we're gonna do this yeah like you haven't been in my life you don't know what i'm sorry you guys you guys talked about and getting engaged yeah and it's like maybe i don't want to you know and like maybe like maybe you do but maybe they don't like that's just an awkward question like leave it alone it's a lot of personal and like sometimes it's really sad to talk about and people are just so like let's talk about it and you're like no it's none of your business Mm -hmm. it's the same with people asking like oh like are you gonna have kids or like oh when are you guys gonna have kids like some couples cannot have kids and it shouldn't be a thing in life that you are made to have kids no did you see that did i i sent you that thing on instagram the gorgeous gorgeous girls in 2023 let me see my phone really quick i have to play this for everyone like Listen, everyone's different, but Montana and I are on the same wavelength with this. So I'm just going to play this for you guys. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls are having babies in 2023. (laughs) The fuck we are. I don't, I don't, I don't want to have babies. I don't, I don't, I don't want to have I have seen that thing blowing up. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls are having babies. Nah, bitch. Probably because you have to, like, talk yourself into, like, hey, I'm pregnant. This is a good thing, right? I always see those memes where it's, like, parents, like, telling everyone, like, oh, yeah, kids are great. And they just look, like, absolute hell. And they're, like, yeah, kids are great. They're just wonderful. (laughs) Like, they have to convince themselves. That's what I mean. Like, it's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, you took your path, and that's the path you're going to go down because mm-hmm. you wanted kids. Yeah. Our society was like, hey, find a man. Get married. Pop them babies. But, like, honestly, like, you and I were talking, and, like, it is hard seeing your younger siblings get married because, especially if you're, like, kind of adrift with it all. And, like, of course, you're happy for them. I know you're happy for oh, them. Oh, absolutely. But it's still just, like... It's almost a wake-up call. I don't know. Kind of like, what am I doing with my life? It is. Or it's kind of like, where's mine? 
you know, been looking for Panther forever. Specifically for Panther since I was 22. I'm 33. Girl, I've been dating since I was like 12. I've been the fuck out. <laughs> Literally. I had my first boyfriend when I was 12, but he broke up with me a week later. And then Aww. I didn't get another boyfriend until I was 16. <laughs> no one wanted to date me! I was too weird and not pretty enough to be weird. But if you're pretty, you can be as weird as you want. I have learned that. Yeah. Isn't that kind of annoying, though? Like, now, like, I'm clumsy and I'll, like, do something and, like, it's, like, oh, cute. And it's, like, this one would be cute if I was, like, 200 pounds overweight. As in that Reddit question. You probably couldn't get back up. Right. Or they'd be, like, oh, you, you fat fuck or something mean. People are mean. Oh, we, yeah, we established that with fat shaming. Oh, did you like that movie, I Feel Pretty, with Amy Schumer? Did we watch it together? We? We, yeah, we watched it together. I like that movie. I did. Self-confidence in a woman is so attractive. Holy shit, that's a long one. I'm going to read it, though. Do it, bitch. Um, Let's hear it. But when I get married, yeah, bitch. I want you to write me something really nice. <gasps> Can I do a speech at the wedding? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Your words are powerful, and you're going to be very meaningful. You can cut this out if you want to, but when you and the bartender get married. <laughs> When he leaves the single red rose in your car, I will be that like, accent, I'm, Is that how I'm going to read it? I'll be like, Hello, I welcome you to date. Florida doesn't like it. To the bartender. Well, I, you're the one that started this whole thing because you'll be like, I'm the matchmaker. I, I, I am. <laughs> We match make two you of my friends. You were so invested in this car war. I am invested. You manifested a wedding. I have. I can see it in my head. I mean, I don't know what your dream wedding looks like, but I imagine it's probably more outdoorsy. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. We should take a poll if I should marry the bartender. <laughs> Is she gonna marry the bartender? I already said we are, so it's, he has no choice, so it's fine. All right. We can change the words of that song. I'm in love with a stripper to like, I'm in love with a bartender. Come up with a different word. Doesn't doesn't flow as easily. Do bartenders make good money? Yeah. I hear they do. Yeah. You make really good money. I make good money. I'm Alexia Michael Kors purse when I was a bartender. And by me, not Michael Kors purse. I don't do purses, so. Well, we adjust. Well, I just stopped being a bartender when I started in massage school. I do gave up bartending. Mm. No. I miss the money. I don't miss the well, people. Well, I hear they can make good money. You can. But I don't know. It's getting scary now with all the shootings and stuff. It's getting scary anywhere. Mm-hmm. All right. We're not going to be on a depressing note. So yep. we're going to go on to the next one. But real quick, what would your dream wedding look like? I don't know because part of me wants to elope but make it a destination at the same time. Like the two of us, but really just close family and friends. What if you got married in Montana? Montana is beautiful. And that, what's that lake? The clear lake with all the pretty rocks and pebbles? I don't know. I can't think of it. You asked me too fast. I know what you're talking about, but I yeah. can't think of it. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Or you can just get married in Helena because he thinks it's fucking hilarious to call me Helena. It'll be a, it'll be a joke. <laughs> you can play the My Chemical Romance song, Helena. And it's that'll be your wedding song. It is such a beautiful city. You'll have a pretty dress. Will you wear white? At first wedding. Yeah, I would wear white. I'm going to wear blush because I already have a wedding. <laughs> I would wear white and I'd be one of those 
I'm inviting you to come, but I understand if you don't want to travel, then don't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whoever invited, well, you are beating, I'm giving you the choice. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna look at him and be like, I've been watching you, motherfucker. You're here because of me. Yeah, exactly. That'd be so funny if y'all did, though. (laughs) Like, what if we like listen to these podcasts like five years from now and we're like, oh my God, we manifested it. While we're at it, I also want a Bronco. I want lots of money and I want to be famous. I'm like, get I get. It's cute. I would get married. Montana, get married in Montana. I think it'd be so cute. And that's what I mean by like eloping destination. That's what I'm about to do. Don't pick the same venue as me. I'm just kidding. I could care less. Well, I'm going to do it in California. I know. Oh, you're just rough. I was referencing. I'm slow. <laughs> I'm being you because you always say you're slow. I know because you're like, duh. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. I'm stupid. Okay. No. Oh, it's like stupid. Stupid. I'm just on a different, like, my brain is so, just like. Because women have all these boxes in their head and all these boxes have, like, strings that go to these boxes. So all the boxes intertwine. That's what you think about so much at the same time where, like, guys have one box. I hate that. Garrett was like, oh, well. <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> whatever i don't think you care if i call you out of my podcast you're g now you're garrett but he was like it's funny because sometimes women will be like what are you thinking and men will say nothing and women are like he's thinking about like someone other girl and he's like i'm really we're literally thinking nothing men can do that i know because they have the one box where you have like fifty thousand boxes uh, like like when men say like they're thinking about nothing i'm like but what do you mean you're thinking about nothing and they're like i mean nothing's in my head i'm like i don't understand even when like i'm thinking either. about nothing i'm thinking about five million things they're just yeah like i'm thinking fast. it could be like what i want to eat like what sounds good to eat and then when i think about eating it leads me to something else yep yep same manifesting my dream life that's all all right next one let's do it Am I the asshole for bailing on being a groomsman for a friend's wedding on the morning of the wedding? I need to know what this is all about. Okay. Yeah. Reading the title, it's a no-brainer. Here's what happened. My friend had a wedding in Bali and made it a major event. Okay. Well, yeah. Indian weddings are a big deal. Also, Bali is probably gorgeous. Oh, Bali is Indonesia. Charged. I was gonna let that one go. I was like Bali, yeah. I was thinking Bollywood. Okay, whatever. Go ahead. I was gonna let it go, but uh, but I hear Bali's gorgeous. I let's go. There were four or six groomsmen. He even had matching suits tailored for everyone, and there was something planned with us lifting him. I can't remember. He had rented a major venue, and I believe two hundred people were in attendance. Oh wow! Two hundred people going to Bali. Holy Whoa. Shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Two weeks prior, I had a near-death experience. What? It's pointless to describe with words, but here are some facts. For the following two weeks, I slept max four hours per night. I spent at least four hours per day meditating. My entire being was filled with love and joy. The past and future did not exist. Golden light streamed into me from above and filled every cell of my body. I always knew exactly what to do, where to go, who to meet, what to eat. The extent of intuitively knowing what to do was pure magic. I only used my mind, thoughts, when served a specific purpose. In this period, I learned a lot about myself and was incredibly productive. Hmm. Hey, this could be our near-death experience. I was thinking the (laughs) near-death experience. I was like, whoa, because I've heard that with near-death experiences. Remember on our podcast, we're like, hey, if anyone has a near-death experience, here we go. 
There you go, Franny. Shout out to Fran. Shout out to Franny. No, that wasn't Franny. That was Amber. Wait, I can't keep trying. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Shout out to Amber. Sorry, Amber. Appreciate your support. Sorry, Ams. You're right. You're beautiful. All right. I don't know what you look like, but I'm sure you're beautiful. Then, the wedding. Fatigue started catching up with me, but to be honest, physically, I would have been able to manage. There was something else. I absolutely cannot imagine being at a wedding talking to, quote, normal people in the state I was in. And my intuition told me not to go, so I didn't. With intuition, I mean a vibration expanding from the core, functioning like a compass for action. Do mm. or do not. I apologized to my friend later. He never responded, which is the appropriate reaction, of course. His brother, one of my closest friends at the time, reached out here and we had a long talk. But yeah, that's irrelevant here. Imagine being in the state of no attachment, not as a the- theoretical concept or something that can be rationally understood. <sighs> There just really isn't any attachment to the past or to future outcomes. It's just not part of your being. I was in a state of permanent joy and had zero remorse. It just is or was actions have consequences. I lost two good friends. If I could go back in time, I'd probably do the same. So am I the asshole here? I'm curious what people make of this. One note, no substance were involved in my experience. Just NDE brought on by not breathing for the perfect amount of time. But did he do that on purpose? Like, how did he have a near-death experience? I don't know, because he didn't want to go into detail yeah. about it. Yeah. Read some of the comments and see if there's any more insight. I don't see any relevant comments. Okay. Um, what does YTA mean? You're the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said you're the asshole. Yeah. Whether or not you choose to use drugs or just sleep deprivation, breath control, and other methods, you choose going on a bender over being there for your friends, and now you have no friends. You're the asshole. Self-absorption is not usually the end goal of spiritual seeking, but here you are. Someone was counting on you for one of the biggest moments of his life, but you decided to screw them over because you were meditating, question mark, and then you did not care one bit about them or how they were impacted. Yeah, strong. You're the asshole. Frankly, it sounds like you suffered a manic episode. You often go several nights with little or no sleep and Holy make impulsive shit, yeah, decisions. I didn't think about that. Holy shit. If so, I highly recommend seeking a psychiatrist. Not trying to be rude or mean. The signs are just there. What do you think? I have very strong opinions, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts first. I'm just confused. I'm like, I'm kind of like agreeing with that person that I just read. I don't, you need, I don't know. Tell me yours. Okay. So here's my problem. The, like, this is my problem with spiritual people. Okay. This is it. There are people that are woke. And then there are people that are woke, but realize that being woke isn't really woke. Do you know what I mean? Like, so like, I feel like people that are like, you know, I'm just like all love and light. And I'm just like, so ascended. And I just like have all these like, super high vibrations. And I just like, can't like, commit to like lower vibrational energy. Like I am above it all. Those are like woke people that think that they're above like the plebeian world and normal conversation because they're just so ascended. And let me tell you right now, that's fucking ego. Dude, that's fucking ego. You ain't woke like you think you are. And we all have that. Like Like, that's why empath is such a big thing right now, because people want to feel special. People want to feel like they have a gift. And like, yeah, being an empath is a gift, 
But being a painter is a gift. Being a woodworker is a gift. Working with numbers is a gift. It's just different gifts on a different spectrum. So saying that you can't stand to be around normal people and have a normal conversation and there is no like right or wrong and like following your intuition, but you've lost two friends and you wouldn't do it any differently. You're an asshole. That's the kind of woke bullshit that I am running the fuck away from. And I am having to contend with my ego all the time and be like, Liz, you're being woke right now. You're being that shitty fake fucking woke. Spiritual attachment is just another form of ego, which is why I do say I'm spiritual. And I say that I feel very connected to the earth and the trees and everything, but I'm a normal person. I have flaws. I have ego and attachments and a shadow self. Like you're fucking acting like you're so above it all. You're so above it all. You can't even be there for your friend for a fucking day. I'm mad. (laughs) I'm pissed. I hate people like this. And I run into people like this all the fucking time. I can't stand it. That was my issue with fucking Asheville was people like this. Um, this person said by flossing is important because I think that's hilarious. Flossing is important. Some people have had near-death experiences because of violence, illness, or accidents. It's selfish, misleading, and disrespectful to compare your epiphany to that. It seems like you are completely self-centered right now. You may think you are a god or the only one who exists, but other people exist too. Exactly. You're on a forum which judge how people treat each other, but it seems like you don't really care about how you're treating others right now. Yep. I have been in a similar mental state when I was a teenager, and it does feel good while you're in it because it's a different world. How would you feel if your best friend missed your wedding because they self-actualized? How would you feel if someone compared your near-death car accident to meditative enlightenment? You don't have to care about other people or be empathetic, or compassionate, but then you also don't get to claim rewards that come from socializing respectively. Agreed. Also, like, it does sound like he, like, maybe he, like, choked himself or, like, stopped himself from breathing for a while, and that was his NDE. This person seemed, like, maybe he took that off or, like, it's lost in the comments, but it does sound like he didn't have an actual NDE. Like, he didn't, like, drown. He didn't, like, do heroin. He didn't, like, have a car crash. Like, it sounds like he did it to himself. Yeah, this dude's, like, full of fucking ego and thinks he's so fucking above his ego. But he is right in his ego. Mm-hmm. Someone said sounds like a brain tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Nah, I don't like that. Yeah, we'll post this. Someone one. said, is this Aaron Rodgers? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about this one. I feel bad for his friend. They're probably not friends, I wonder. No, he said he lost two friends. Yeah, probably him and his brother. Yeah, because he probably was like, you know, I, like, stopped myself from breathing. And then, like, I'm just in this, like, really enlightened state. And, like, my intuition just said not to go. And his brother was like, dude, what the fuck? It's a day. It's not even a whole day. You could go to the fucking ceremony and go to the reception for, like, an hour. Who doesn't go to Bali? Yeah, seriously. But in the day before, too, like, you would assume he's already in Bali. I know. So you're just not going to go to the wedding? You'll explore the sights in Bali with your big-ass fucking woke ego? Get out of here. I can't stand that. All right. So totally the asshole. Yeah. All right. 
Ready for this one? Because it's also Bridezilla and it's Am I the Asshole. Oh, all in one. This says, oh yeah, this is the one. Terrible brother and sister-in-law tell Bride she doesn't love her niece if she doesn't make their miracle baby her flower girl over her soon-to-be stepdaughter. So, am I the asshole for not letting my miracle baby niece be my flower girl at my wedding? My, 27 female, older brother and sister-in-law, both mid-30s, just welcomed their first child a year and a half ago after years of trying. After many failed attempts, sister-in-law was told that she wouldn't be able to conceive due to a medical condition she has, but they finally got pregnant. Since having my niece, the baby has been the center of attention at every family event we've had since she was born. Birthdays, weddings, family get-togethers, you name it. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my niece, but it can be a little too much when my sister-in-law goes on and on about how long they tried to conceive, complications they've, complications they've had, miscarriages they've had, etc. Like a little too much info. Many family members have commented on how it's a little bit excessive, but no one has said anything because they don't want to sound like an a-hole. Anyway, I'm getting married in the spring, and my brother and sister-in-law approached me last weekend about having my niece be the flower, the flower girl. Now, my fiancé, 35 male, has two children, 10 male and 6 female, from his previous marriage. His son is one of his groomsmen, while his daughter had asked to be our flower girl when we told him the news that we were getting married a year ago, as it's something she's always wanted to do. So, of course, we said yes. So, I explained this to my sister-in-law when she asked me about my niece. She asked if my stepdaughter can just carry my niece with her. I said I don't think she'd be comfortable with that, considering she's six. She then asked why I can't give the role to my niece and allow herself to carry my niece down as the flower girl. Wait, so like she's going to carry your niece. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I said no because I already promised my stepdaughter. She then started going off about how my lack of effort to incorporate my niece is disgusting to her. I should honor her in some way since I know how long and hard they tried for my niece. Now, I may sound like an a-hole for this, but I kind of got fed up and snapped and said, incorporate my niece how? By the time the wedding comes around, she'll be two years old. The entire family already knows her story about how long and hard you guys tried for her. What more do you expect me to do to honor her? She started crying and said that clearly I don't love my one and only niece and I'm letting her down. I said, of course I love my niece and obviously she's going to be involved in pictures and stuff but I'm not going to let my stepdaughter down by giving my niece a role she's too young to remember anyway. Well, now sister-in-law and my brother are pissed off with me for not letting my niece be flower girl and are running around telling the rest of the family I don't love my niece. My mom had been trying to stay neutral, but thinks my stepdaughter would understand if I explained to her I need to give that role to my niece. I'm firm in my decision, though, and my fiancé is thankful that I didn't let his daughter down. Am I the asshole for not allowing my niece to be the flower girl? You first. I want to say no. I Okay. I'm saying no because she did promise it to her stepdaughter. And sometimes when you're blending a new family, I feel like the kids can be left out. So how does that make you look if you're going to be this child's stepmother? And it's like, you can be it. I was just kidding. You know what? I'm going to give it to my niece because I love her more. And that's how it would come off. Especially to the knee, to the stepdaughter. Who was really excited about it. And who's six. And I already promised it to her. And who will remember. She's six. If I was her, that would not make 
me love my niece any less and I wouldn't want my sister-in-law and brother to be like hey you don't love her and go around telling everybody that that's not okay I don't know where I have a lot of thoughts on this (laughs) okay let me start by saying as someone who has watched friends and family and clients struggle with pregnancy and conceiving and giving birth, like I know how hard it is. And I just want to put my heart out there for anyone that is struggling with this, for anyone that has lost children and like had miscarriages, like my heart fully goes out to you. And I'm so sorry for your loss. And I do not mean to make light of this. And I am so, so, so happy that her sister-in-law was able to conceive a baby. And that is a miracle. That's a fucking goddamn miracle. Absolutely. It's a miracle. It's beautiful. However. I would get tired of hearing about it all the time, though. Sure. I'm just going to be honest. I understand. But I understand how scary and hard that is. And you tried for years and years and you couldn't conceive and then you did. And it is a miracle. And that's wonderful. And that's amazing. But this isn't her sister-in-law's wedding. Now, if it was her sister-in-law's wedding or they were even doing like a renewal of vows, which maybe they can do in the future. Maybe they can renew their vows and have their daughter be the flower girl. Why isn't that a compromise? This OP is having her own wedding. This is her daughter. Like essentially this is her stepdaughter, but this is going to be her daughter. She's six. This is when you really start developing and remembering your life. You're six. I can remember things from when I was six. Pretty damn clearly, actually. I can remember things pretty clearly from four on. If you ask me about my two-year-old birthday party, I don't know. But the fact that the sister-in-law was like, I'm going to, I can carry her. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you going to wear when you carry her? Are you throwing the petals? You can tell a two-year-old. That's, that's a little self-absorbed. I'm yeah. sorry. I, yeah, it's like, you can tell the two-year-old, here, throw the pop petals, baby, but they're just probably going to hold it in their clenched little fist. They're not going to know what the hell they do as a flower girl. They're two. Yeah, I wouldn't have, this is my personal preference. I don't want kids at my wedding and I don't need a flower girl boy. I just, that's not my thing. There are so many bridezilla am I the asshole posts about people that are like, am I the asshole for not like allowing kids at my wedding? No, I've been to that's weddings with topic. kids and they're annoying. I'm sorry, but they don't sit still while you're up there getting married. I said no kids at my wedding. No, I don't want kids on my wedding. They're just, I don't know. Lexi's wedding was 21 plus, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Be. She's like, I want to have everyone be free and drink at my wedding, 21 plus. I was like, damn, girl, okay, you said it. I know, you can come at me, but like I said, I've been to weddings where there's kids, and yep. I've been to weddings when there's not kids, yep. and guess which ones are so much better. Yep. The thing is, though, like like you said, like this is a blending of families, And, like, if you take this from the stepdaughter, like, that stepdaughter is going to be so hurt because her brother's still in the wedding. I would be hurt. And now her brother's not in the wedding and then what you prove that your niece is more important. That's what I mean. Like, your six-year-old mind, you're like, well, you don't love me. Exactly. And that can stick. Yep. That will stick with her, whereas the two-year-old probably won't remember anything at all. She's too young to be a flower girl. I don't think she's an asshole. I can see both sides. I can, I can. But I just don't think she's an asshole for what she promised and what she wants at her wedding. I don't either. Like, 
if they want to have, like I said, their own celebration when their daughter is old enough, I think that would be so much more touching and so much more beautiful than just like being the niece of someone's wedding and spreading flowers when you're two and won't remember anything. And again, my heart goes out there for any mother that is struggling to conceive or who has lost children or has been told they can't conceive. My heart goes out to you and I totally understand why this feels like a miracle. It is a miracle, but other people need their time to shine too. And I'm sure this stepdaughter has felt lost in the shuffle with this niece being born too. Wow, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. you're young and, and all of a sudden your family who might have doted on you before like is now like pushing you to the side to be near this miracle baby. As And, and I understand why they would. It's beautiful and it's exciting. I'm so happy that her sister-in-law had a baby, but the stepdaughter needs to be included. Agreed. Not the a-hole. What did the comment say? Okay, so this one says, it says, oh, I know how annoying these types of parents can be. It's great they got their miracle child and, of course, share the happiness, but don't keep shoving this child in everyone's faces. OOP, original original poster, I guess so, has her own, yep, stepdaughter now, and that kid gets priority. Good on her for being form. If the sister-in-law wasn't such an entitled brat, I bet OOP could find something a two-year-old could do as an honorary job. But definitely not to honor the kid herself, when in reality the kid has nothing to do with OP other than her, be- other than being her niece. And then someone said, stop making your miracle everyone else's miracle, and someone put, or everyone else's misery. Someone put, not gonna lie, I wouldn't want that either. I wouldn't want either at a wedding, but a two-year-old, they aren't likely to behave. That's what I said. But yeah, child-free weddings are better for a reason. That's what I said. Uh-huh. A long service and party after. Not exactly where you want to want kids to be, especially if people are getting drunk. Uh, also, when you're in the dance floor, kids tend to get in the way. You knock them over. Mm. I've seen it happen. Oh, look, see, and, and see, this is this is what someone just said. I married a man with kids, and it was really important to include them as it helps them feel part of the blended yep, family. That's what I said. Yep. Gaining step-parents can be complicated and overwhelming, and they would remember being left out of the wedding of their father forever. Shit, that just reminded me of one of those story times I saw on TikTok. Like a, um... This has nothing to do with it. It just, like, triggered a memory in my head. What's the word I'm looking for? Whatever that guy does. What do you call it? A green screen? What do you call it? Yeah, a green screen. I know, but what do you call it? What he's doing? Reaction videos. Yeah, Jesus. See, this is where I'm like, what the fuck? It's 10 o'clock at night. We're tired. Is it reaction? Is it a type of that video? Yeah. Too fucked up for the podcast? We can talk about it. What? Do you want to finish this and then we'll yeah, talk okay. about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Someone said, this child is going to the, be the world's biggest a-hole when she grows up, being honored by everyone constantly. I do not envy the bride. Every interaction forever is going to center around her special niece People should be teaching their children that they are not the main character of Earth, but here we are, bleg. I understand why they're honoring the niece. I do too, but I also understand why I get, like, like okay, that's nice. There, It's okay to honor her, but, like, it's also okay to have things that don't revolve around her. That's what I'm, like, trying to say. Yeah, and, like, again, it's not their wedding. It's her wedding, and she wants to make her stepdaughter feel special, so... I say not the a-hole. Not the a-hole. Yeah, not the a-hole. I think most people would agree not the a-hole. So, the thing that I saw 
On TikTok. On TikTok. Um, what is his name? Because he's just going to pop up right on my Facebook and y'all can like watch it because he's pretty fucking great. And now it just fills my Facebook. Derek Branch. He's... He does make some funny facial reactions. He's great. And he's always like, no cap, no cap. It's great. He's fucking hilarious. I don't know what that means. But anyway, so it was really sad because it was this mom and she was like looking up into the shower and noticed a camera and she started like taking it out. It was the saddest thing. Her hands were shaking. You could hear her hyperventilating and like, she's like undoing the camera and like, just like shaking and like crying her fucking boyfriend put a camera in her 16 year old daughter's shower and she knows it was him because he's a handyman and like she was only up in that shower looking because the light had stopped working in that shower and so she didn't understand why the light had stopped working two months before so she went into like that like thing she's like why isn't the light working that's really fucking weird so she decided to look herself and that's when she found the camera and then she confronted him with it and he admitted it. Did she turn him in? Yeah. Good. And she got like a bunch of stuff on GoFundMe because she didn't feel safe staying there anymore. And like. You probably cameras more places in the shower. Yeah. That's what other people were saying too. Listen, I'm, I'm going to say it right here. Right here right now. I'm making this. I'm making it a little lighter for y'all. Okay. I am so into stepdad porn. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I'm really into stepdad porn. I, oh God, yeah, I can. There's stepdad porn. Girl, that's like one of the biggest porn categories. Stepdad, really? stepmom, stepbrother, and sister. So I'm all about the step porn. It's my biggest fantasy. I've been too embarrassed to say it. I'm not embarrassed to say it anymore. It's a huge porn category. Gets me off every single time. Why do you watch it on your phone? Mm, I don't really watch it. I, I like I read erotica and stuff. Oh, okay. Or you know me, I come up with intricate stories in my head and fantasies, and then I just get myself off with my own fantasies. Okay. Anyway, that's my biggest thing. But like my friend April and I were having this conversation: rape fantasies, stepdad fantasies, incest fantasies are okay in your head. In actuality. They're horrifying. In real life, stepdad, stepdaughter, not okay. In real life, twins having sex, like that reaction video, is really gross. Your mind is a safe place to have these fantasies because it's not real. And because you can control the variables and the situation. Like in my fantasies, in my head, when I do stepdad, stepdaughter stuff, sorry, I can't believe I'm talking about this, but, but the daughter is more than legal age. You know, it's not like gross like this. It's not like she's like 15 and he's like 40. It's not like that. It's like, he's like a younger stepdad and she's like an older stepdaughter and like shit gets steamy. It's, you know, I can't believe I admitted this on the podcast, but here you go. Like I said, hot in your mind and like rape fantasies and incest and shit like that. It can be hot in your mind because again, you control the variables in real life. It's disturbing. But that's when you, if you make it a reality, it is truly disturbing. Yeah, exactly. That's why like, that's why I am a big supporter of like erotica and stuff because that shit is safe. I mean, 
one of the hottest erotica books that I read was about this woman who had a stalker, but like she was kind of getting off on the stalker stalking her and the stalker was getting off on stalking her. And there was one point when he like comes all over her room and like leaves it there for her to see. And she starts to like, kind of like freak out and he's watching her on a camera. Okay. He's watching her on a secret camera that he has installed on her. And you can hear him in his head. He's like, Oh fuck. I like went too far. Oh fuck. And then he's like, wait, what is she doing? And she like lays down <laughs> it all. And she fucking masturbates to his cum all over her shit. Now in the book, I masturbated to that scene. Like 20 times. You would. I, I'm telling you. That's a good song, though. Get Off by Hailstorm. Ooh, I get off on you. Yeah. Getting off on me. Yeah. <laughs> I get off. Yeah. Made me think of that song. Love Lizzie Hale. She's so hot. Anyway, in the book, it's hot. Because again, the variables are controlled. I mean, the ending is such a twist, too. You're like, what? Okay, what book is this? I have to look up the name of it. I It's one of the girls that I was talking to when I was on Naughty Twitter. And she was, like, trying to convince me to come have a threesome with her and her husband. You didn't do it? I didn't. But And then I had another girl who would, like, send me sexy pictures of herself. And we would, like, talk about, like, lesbian fantasies and, like, how we wanted to touch each other. It was our whole thing, girl. I was naughty. <laughs> I was real naughty. <laughs> Oh anyway, like I said, that stuff is fine in your mind. But when I actually see stuff like this, it's horrifying. So let's all keep the line between reality and fantasy really thick in this way, guys. It is not cool in real life. Don't be a fucking creep. Just go read a fucking book. Plus, like, any guy that's attracted to underage girls, like, what the fuck? Did he get jail time? I don't know. This was real recent. I know there were a bunch of articles about it, though, and I think he is going to jail. He needs to. Mm -hmm. So nasty. She's underage. You're a pedophile. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Yep. I don't care if you didn't see her as Mm -hmm. a 16-year-old girl. I, I don't care. Yeah. But you are a pedophile, so... Good for the mom, though, because I know a lot of women would choose the dad over the yeah. daughter. And I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, let's end on happier notes. So we're going to do, we're going to end with the truth or dad. Oh, God. That song's stuck in my head now. I get up on you. Okay. Ready? No. Let's do it. <laughs> what? Is the most illegal thing you have ever done? I don't know. Stolen? No, I don't think I've ever stolen anything. Broken and entered? Nope. Mm, had sex in public? I'm a plain Jane. Nope. Smoked weed? I'm more of a gummy gal. But you have like done like drugs. I mean, weed's the only one I've done. Really? Yeah, people are surprised when I say that. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? Well, no, I can see you doing like shrooms in the forest or something. I'm too scared. I hear too many horror stories. Shrooms aren't terrible, I've heard. I've never done them. But I I mean, if I were ever to do anything, I would like microdose on shrooms with a doctor. Not by myself. I'd want it like controlled. What's the most legal thing you've done? I've done literally everything I just asked you. All right. No, I'm, I'm a goody two shoes, apparently. <laughs>
I've also done some other things I will not be saying on the podcast. I mean, maybe if I was like an alcoholic and stuff, I would go into a lot more of that because I feel like it kind of comes with the territory. I did do one of these when I was not one of those, but I did do something kind of, yeah, no, it's illegal. I did it not that long ago. You can tell me after. Do I know? Yeah, I remember I told you about it, and then we like I, we had to edit it off of the podcast. Oh yeah, I haven't done that. I I have done that, but in my own home. Yeah. Self changing. <laughs> it's not where I'm at now. It. No, wait. Never mind. Just every. Just stop. <laughs> never mind. Don't leave it. Ah. Uh, um. Oh, here here's a hot hot topic debate. Do you pee in the shower? This is a hot topic. People have things to say about this. I have peed in the shower, yes. I feel like everyone's at least peed once in their life in the shower. I've never peed in the shower. You've never peed in the shower? I've never peed in the shower. Sometimes you're in a hurry. You just gotta do your thing at once. I've never peed in the shower. I know it's actually more hygienic, but I can't make myself do it. Wait, it's more hygienic? Mm Mm-hmm. Why? I think because when you're on the toilet, you're getting like splatters of pee on you. So when you pee in the shower, like it like washes away and then you can like wash yourself. So it's actually more hygienic. My a friend of mine at work, she said, um, cause she does pedicures and she's like, you can tell when someone pees in the shower. Really? Yeah. That's what she said. Like you have like a funky smell or like a certain smell or a certain thing. I forget what she said, but she said, you can tell. And I don't pee in the shower because anymore, I should say, because I read somewhere that it's worse for your pelvic floor. Really? Yeah. So when like you take hot showers, yeah. so every time you take a hot shower and you keep peeing in the shower, that's what your reaction is going to be. <gasps> oh my God. So it weakens your pelvic floor to make you feel like you have to pee because that's what it's like telling you to do. I was tightening my pelvic floor up, but then I think it got loose because I started doing the just in case pees and I'm not supposed to do those. Yeah. So. So don't pee in the shower if you don't want a weak pelvic floor. So ever since I read that, I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to pee in the shower anymore. So. Okay. This is funny because I I just think that you're going to laugh. Because I know you have, but I think we're going to laugh because we're both very different about this. But have you ever had a crush on a person at least 10 years older than you? No. Because you have. Jensen Knuckles. Oh. I thought you meant in real life. But in real life, yes, too. I'm laughing because like. No, I'm at because I know you probably haven't. Oh yeah, I was like, no, I don't do the whole older daddy. Yeah, thing. I know that's why I'm laughing because I do. Like, I, I love an older man. You know that. No. Okay. Jensen Ackles, though, come put a baby in me. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's so okay. And then, okay, so do you wear tidy whiteies or granny panties? Neither. What do you wear? Bikini underwear, thongs. Um, I wear boy shorts. Or sometimes I wear bikini underwear. I like boy shorts. I don't wear thongs. They're so uncomfortable. Like, if I'm wearing leggings, I'll go commando over a thong. Same. I can't stand thongs anymore. They're so uncomfortable. Well, whoever created, like, you don't want a panty line, so we're going to create a thong. And no idea what they were thinking. It's the most uncomfortable thing. Well, I was a thong girl myself. (laughs) And uh, now I'm a bikini underwear kind of gal. I love boy shorts. Here, how's that? How about this? Since we were kind of just talking about this. Ooh, this is interesting too. I'm going to ask you both these questions. Yay. Have you ever ditched your friend for a boy? I feel like we all have. I want to say yes, but I can't give you a specific situation. I've been ditched. 
Yeah, we've talked about I've that. I've been ditched at a bar. I've definitely ditched my friends for a boy when I was drinking, but I don't think I do it now. Like, I don't think I'm like with a friend and I'm like, oh, so and so's here. I gotta go. No, like, if we had former plans, then I'm like, hey, I do have plans with so and so tonight, but whatever, you know. But I'm not just gonna be like, oh, he called and then I run away, you know. I've done it, but I can't give you specific reasoning. But I'm like, you now know. If I have plans with my friend and you want to make plans, we'll make it a different time because I already made the prior commitment to my friend. Yes. If your friend and your boyfriend were both dying in front of you, who would you try oh to save God. first? Right? Probably my friend. Same. Depends who my friend was. Or it was me. Oh, yeah, for sure you. Same. Be like, bye. Same, same, same. <laughs> you weren't that good on that anyway. Exactly. What? Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh. Have you ever sent out a nude on Snapchat? No. <gasps> what? No. They can screenshot that shit. Mm. I don't do nudes. I know you do. Listen. When I, send a, when I send a nude, I make sure it's hot as fuck. So if it gets out there, I'm like, okay. You act like full nudity? Sometimes. But I like know how to pose. Like I know how to make myself look good. Make my boobs look big. Make my tummy look small. I know how to pose. No, I don't do nudes. I'm about to do some sexy photos tonight. For Patreon. Yep. No Since, nudity. Uh, that seems to be something for like. Fuck yes. Are you doing something? That's why I said fuck yes. Have you ever regretted something you did to get a crush's attention? All the fucking time. I can't tell you anything specific. Yeah, I definitely I have to do. deep dive into think about it. Oof. I look back at some some of the things. I'm like, ah. oh god, it keeps me awake at night. Ugh. Okay, I have a good example of that. I had a crush on. Am I gonna say it? Say am it. I gonna say it? Say it. It's a very unique name. So, call that motherfucker out. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I don't care if he listens. <laughs> I had a crush on this guy named Venna. How oh, are we bringing Venna out? At Worthington Inn. And oh my God, I crushed on him for weeks. Like, it was embarrassing. Like, I would wear like little corsets to work. So, my waist would look tall, like small, my boobs would look big. And like, there was one time when like, I was carrying a stack of plates and he said something to me and I dropped all the plates. I was so flustered around him. I could not talk. I was like, yeah. Me and my mailman. Exactly. That's how I was with Venna. Like totally stupid. Yeah. I said your name. What are you going to do about it? Um, so one day I had been like, like, I'm so embarrassed thinking about this now. I was like 19 or 20 and I was like, I planned what I was going to say in my head for like a day, <laughs> like a day. I've been there with the mailman. It's fine. Exactly. So I like go over and I'm like wearing my cute little like skirt, like a cute little top and like twirling my hair and I have like a notebook and a pen with me and I'm just like. Hi, so like I just had like a question and he was like, Oh yeah, what is it? And I was like, if you could like shapeshift into any animal, like what would it be? It's like research for my novel. I didn't need any shapeshifting in my novel. There were no shapeshifters in my novel. Let me be clear. 
But at that point, everyone knew I was writing. So he, it was believable. And he was like, oh, uh, I think a gazelle. And I was like, okay, thanks. Bye. And then I just like flipped my hair and like waited and pretended he was watching me walk away. And that was pretty fucking embarrassing. You know what's embarrassing? What, what I was like, okay. But I asked my mailman. What? Because I wanted to keep talking to him. What? I'm like, out of nowhere, I'm like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That's right. <laughs> I remember you guys had a whole debate on it. I know, but I was like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh my <laughs> He's God. He's like, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm like, have you not seen it in a while? But like, my voice is shaky. Yeah, exactly. I'm like shaking because I'm so nervous. Yeah. Like, we're up close and talking. It's so, like, I get it now in movies when you act like a complete idiot. You and I are so weird because, like, we can, like, you, like, snarky flirt with everyone. But he's not snarky. But no, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like, when we don't like a guy, I'm we're, like, bitch. yeah, yeah. And I'm just, like, I'm me. Like, I'm, like, giggly, like, cute, like, flipping my hair. Like, oh, my God. Like, I just love your tattoo. Or, like, whatever. Like, I flirt. When I like someone and when you like someone, we're both, like, I know. He literally takes my breath away. Yes. So if you see us and we're just like being like flirty, chances are nothing. If you see us and we're like, where I can't talk to you, I'm in love with you. Exactly. I'm afraid. I'd be like, how's your day? And I'd be like, I love you. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. It's going to come out. Exactly. See, that's, that's how I am too. And remember, I was like passing like three times one day and I'm like, I'm not stalking you. He's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck Montana, you should have said nothing. Why do you have- I'm sure he finds it cute. I think I remember Venna saying he, he thought I'm it was weird. cute. It's embarrassing. So yes. It's not he I regret a lot of things with him because I'm like a total idiot. And I come off as like a confident person and I'm with him, I'm just like, no brain. No brain. <laughs> this is Mailman, funny. Man, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Letter Carrier. I just think you're so cute. That's all. Wouldn't it be funny if he did listen to this? If he listens to it, probably come like, hey, I'm married. I'm sorry. And I'm like, I know, but I can't help crushing on you. Okay. All right. There are two um, two questions I want to ask you. Oh, boy. I'll answer the two. And then we'll end. Okay. Who has seen you without clothes on? <laughs> A lot of people. <laughs> Have you ever gone streaking? No. You've gone streaking? <laughs> yeah. Have you gone skinny dipping? Yeah. I've gone skinny dipping in a hot tub. I went skinny dipping in a pool. Oh, interesting. I don't know if I have or not. I'd have to think about that. I was drunk. I also streaked at uh, my friend Grant's high school party. That was one of my first dates with uh, my high school love. <laughs> Got to see me make it all the first try. He didn't run away. Did not run away. Should have. I feel like everyone you date have seen you naked. Yeah. You know what the most embarrassing nakedness, though, mm. and it shouldn't be, but it is to me, mm. is when I had surgery, you know, they you're in a certain clothing thing. Oh, yeah. And then when I woke up, I was in a completely different clothing thing. And the I'm nurses. Like, I'm like, well, obviously, the whole staff just saw everything, and I wasn't yeah. conscious. So, like, that's the most, to me, that's embarrassing. You know, it shouldn't be, because they do it all the time, but I'm no, just like, that's it. embarrassing. It's kind of like that video. Remember, like, uh, th- have you seen the video with the cat and the gynecologist thing? No. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, everyone. I'll have to send this to Mon- I have to show this to Montana because it makes me gig. It's really funny. And I've seen it before, and every time I see it, it makes me giggle so hard. <laughs> That's so triggering. 
This is why I prefer women gynecologists. Women gynecologists are gentle. It kills me. It you kills 30 me. friend requests? It's so fucking funny. 12 views in our last video. We're not doing amazing on TikTok. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. And then this is the very last one I will ask you tonight. Would you ever consider posing for Playboy? Yeah. Same. If I, I don't have a, I don't have a Playboy body, but Shut if I did, up. I guess I would. You know how much money you make? I would totally do it, hundred percent. And then this one's funny because I was like, "How many people have you kissed?" But I have no idea how many people I've kissed. We'd we'd be here forever if I literally had to name mm -hmm. every single guy. I don't think I could. I'm calling myself out. I don't think kissing's bad. We're like that, like one in like Sex in the City when the guy knows, like, and how many like sexual partners have you had in the Samantha's last year? Quiet. And she's like, I'm counting. I'm counting. Gotta give her credit. I know. She's like, did you oral or like anal or like whatever? And she's like, yes, yes. Like she kept saying yes to everybody. Yeah, she's like latex or this. And she well, guys, this is going to end up being like a two and a half hour long episode. <laughs> Not including Patreon where we dish the tea. I, I sleep so good after podcast mm -hmm. nights just from talking so much. I know. We like talk and like we get shit off our chest and we vent and it's like a good night. Yeah. And it's I like gotta you're go here home. in the room with us, right? I gotta go home and like have some tea, work on some writing. I got sleepy time tea because of you now. It's the best. It's good. What kind did you get? I don't know. I don't know what flavor it is. It's just sleepy time tea. Oh, I do like that. That's chamomile. I have, it's like, um, like it's called caramel sleep tea and it tastes really good. Oh no. I'm going to send you a picture. It's yummy, but okay. Hopefully you guys like this. We really went all over the board today, guys. Called some people out by name. We did. <laughs> Had a Dom moment. Well, you called people up. I, I mean, I really did. I'm sorry, but I didn't say anything bad. No, you didn't say anything bad. I'm a nice girl. Um, and we even went even further on Patreon. Uh, and we did discuss how Montana does not have a foot fetish. Nope. There is no foot fetish there, y'all. No. None. But I think this is gonna wrap us up. And next week, we're, I don't know, we might do some sex stuff. We might take listener suggestions. Uh, we'll see. We'll just kind of leave it open right now, guys. Uh, and, like, slide into the DMs or send us an email if you have something you're dying to hear about. Otherwise, we'll see you next week for this. More of us. Mm-hmm. We're pretty great. <laughs> we're fucking fantastic. I think we're funny as fuck. I'm just, <laughs> just going to say it. Thanks for putting up with my sick voice, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Oh, wait. Sorry. Tired. It is almost 11 o'clock. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, all at Bitches Don't Brunch Podcast. You can email us at bdontbrunchpodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM us on our Instagram, Bitches Don't Brunch Podcast. And please rate and review and word of mouth is so important, guys. So please, 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 please just tell people about us. Send us a good rating if you like what you're hearing. It really means the world to us and helps us get out there. And uh, I think that's it. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week and have a good night. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.